Welcome back to another Richard Pyatt Show. Our special series with Summit Point continues, and uh, we will continue with this special series on the Richard Pyatt Show for a number of episodes, Summit Point being the Behavioral Health Authority in Calhoun County. With us today is Jeannie Goodrich, CEO at Summit Point, and Megan Taft, Director of Community Engagement. Thanks for being with us again today. Thanks for having us, Richard. So today we're talking about CIT. What does that stand for? Yeah, so the acronym CIT stands for Crisis Intervention Team. And um, the T in CIT is uh, important uh, because it is really about bringing together uh, your community leaders and stakeholders and informing how uh, we respond to crises in our community. Mm -hmm. So describe the nature of the challenges the CIT was created to solve. Well, sure. So let me take that one, Richard. So sure. I'm I'm going to have to go back a few years. So I think I was um, the CEO in my first year, maybe, and we had an opioid crisis in, in the community, and we were called to action to kind of address the opioid crisis at the time. And I had the opportunity to sit across the table with Chief Blocker who was also new in his position. I think he's about a, was a year ahead of me. So maybe he was in his second year. And so he and I both had been veterans. So myself at Summit Point, him at BCPD, we had been involved in our organizations for some time, but now both were leading the organization. And he said after the meeting, hey, if you have a few minutes, I'd like to go have coffee. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I knew um, from my years of experience at Summit Point that it is important to have involvement with law enforcement. And so I was kind of curious as to what he wanted. And so he said to me, hey, there's a new movement, um, a new training coming out. Um, It looks pretty promising um, for some issues that I'm having currently within BCPD and kind of shared with me his um, background about why he wanted to provide support to officers differently. And I said, well, that's that's kind of interesting. I'll, I'll tag along at the next conference and see if this is something that would be worthwhile for Summit Point. Now, I know that it's important for us to be involved with law enforcement, and I was willing to kind of go out on a limb a little bit because we're seeing patients after they've had involvement with law enforcement And they end up in the emergency department or they end up in jail and then we end up seeing them. So my rationale for trying to change the um, dynamic with law enforcement is, wow, it'd be really great to see them sooner. Right. So Mm. can I respond to a crisis in a different way? Can I respond to somebody quicker? Do I really have to wait from law enforcement to, you know, a couple weeks later Finally, seeing someone, if I move that up, can I prevent a hospitalization? Can I prevent some kind of, you know, multiple crises happening? So that was kind of how we started. Um, We started having coffee um, after the conference and just kind of sitting down and really thinking about both of our organizations and the challenges we were going to have. How do we communicate? What is our culture like? We have a very different approach to how we look at situations. So we really had to recognize that. Um, And so we really came to a place where we thought, okay, let's try this program. Um, Let's, you know, see if we can make this kind of work in Calhoun County. So um, I decided to post a position, right, for the CIT communications uh, engagement person and tried to figure out, okay, How do we find the right person? And so we interviewed Megan 
And I think the infamous uh, first question she asked during her interview was, so what is CIT? So there I'm on the spot trying to explain to her what CIT was. Um, So I kind of bumbled my way through it, but she's done a great job as a CIT coordinator. Um, We specifically have it housed at Summit Point um, so that we work with all law enforcement. We could not do the work. I could not be successful in this work. Megan could not be successful in this work without having the co-champions that we do with both Chief Blocker, um, with Sheriff Hinckley, with all of the other chiefs um, that we work with. So we're very fortunate to have all of their support in kind of making this program work in Calhoun County. I have a couple of thoughts immediately after you said all that. One, coffee is the great uniter, apparently. It is. It works, right? It's that a works. reason. Yeah, it's uh, a reason to get together. The second thing is uh, you talked about the opioid crisis, Battle Creek, Calhoun County. Uh, there could be folks listening to this in, in some distant location who have the same problem. I mean, this was a nationwide issue in sure. a lot of communities. So this certainly resonates. So if I've understood you, then the crisis team is focused on a basic acumen that they can employ to try and and intervene on these crises before they get advanced. Is that a fair way to say it? Yeah, I think that's pretty spot on. So, you know, law enforcement tends to be um, there for their, our first responders out in the community when, when an individual is an, is experiencing a behavioral health crisis all too often, and um, they don't get a lot of training in that. It's not built into their academies necessarily. Um, they get few hours, maybe introductions into behavioral health signs and symptoms, but really the goal of CIT is to provide them more training. So um, we have trained a little over 90 officers locally throughout our seven departments in Calhoun County in a 40-hour training where they Mm. learn about signs and symptoms of behavioral health disorders. They hear from individuals with lived experience, and um, then they do scenario-based training. So throughout the beginning of the week um, is a lot of content, and the last few days of the week um, is spent doing scenarios um, to practice the skills that they've learned throughout the week. Another um, big component to the training itself is hearing from your local resources. So knowing what's available in Calhoun County where officers can offer individuals experiencing a crisis, um, an alternative. And and really, it's an alternative to jail because Hmm. um, all too often, you know, we're finding individuals with serious behavioral health disorders in this kind of this revolving door of, you know, crisis, law enforcement contact, jail, discharge, crisis, law enforcement contact, and and the cycle is repeating. And we know that jail is not an appropriate place for someone experiencing uh, a behavioral health crisis or or behavioral health symptoms. So um, this really provides law enforcement with some alternatives in those cases. Mm -hmm. The way in which they're addressing these things was born out of that training. That is to say, the typical scenarios with which they might to deal are practiced in the training. And then they were able to go out and, and, and implement that right in the field, if you will. Is that true? Yeah. So um, the saying behind CIT is it's more than just a training. And so as Jeannie talked about, we have a team. So it was really about not only do we need to train these officers into how to recognize signs and symptoms of 
of behavioral health disorders, but how do we as a community come together with our different systems, our hospital system, our VA system, our NAMI, our law enforcement partners, our prosecutor's office, et cetera, our dispatchers? How do we all come together within our systems who um, folks may touch in crisis to form a more comprehensive uh, approach to this and a, um, one that was more conducive to serving individuals in crisis. So our program um, and our first training was completed in September of 2017. And since that time, um, we've had multiple trainings of officers, but we're between 1,000 a, a to like 1,100, I believe, CIT mm. contacts total for our county. Um, and out of those contacts, um, the use of force is a, is about 6% or below, meaning wow. in those situations, officers were able to use a verbal de-escalation skills that they learned in our training uh, to not have to go hands-on. And um, I'm not law enforcement, but anytime I talk with Chief Blocker, um, the use of force can mean just putting an individual in handcuffs. So when I say that, I um, it could be pretty low levels of force. And then out of the, the you know, roughly 1,100 individuals, we've only had 11 of those individuals be transferred to, or transported to our jails, to our local jail. Hmm. So, which means, you know, obviously the vast majority have um, been able to be plugged into a more appropriate uh, community resource or screened at one of our, our local EDs or now even our first step program. Um, to be connected to mental health resources. So Jeannie, is, uh, your job is, of course, monitoring the big picture on all of these programs and, and making sure that they're delivering. This sounds like it's delivering. As the, some of the founding members, if you will, we all agree that the, the team concept really helps us, right? So we can have conversations um, at a leadership level around the systems that touch our community residents and how to improve those. And, and Megan, you know, obviously is um, superb at what she does. You can hear you know, the passion that she has, right. And the work that she's done, um, what she's leaving out is just a few uh, key points here. So she does facilitate a monthly meeting in which we sit down and have conversations on a leadership level around what can we improve? And more importantly, she gets those ideas about improvement from a program review that she has. So for the officers that have um, went through CIT, she offers, it is about an hour, hour and a half. Um, She doesn't call it group therapy because they might not attend, but it kind of is ran in that type of a format where they kind of get together, they talk about cases, and then more importantly, they tell us what's really going on. And where can we improve? And so then Megan will bring that information um, to us as a leadership cabinet. And we have NAMI and the local hospitals sitting there, prosecutor's office, law enforcement, the VA. And we sit and examine the issues that are brought to us and say, how can we do this better? Um, Because it is all about supporting the officers who, as Megan said, more times than not, they are our first responders. So Um, We've been very fortunate to be able to have such wonderful statistics to share and wonderful outcomes. We feel that it's been beneficial for um, helping even us as a mental health organization. Um, We are able to provide mental health treatment at different intervals in someone's life versus having to wait until they've been at jail several times. And people have kind of said they just keep cycling back through. We're able to stop some of those cycles from happening. So 
good outcomes that we're seeing so far. Right. Well, congratulations on that. Uh, and it, it certainly is rewarding, I would imagine, to have a concept over coffee and then be able to sit here and say, look at how this is working. So congratulations on that success. Well, this is a national model, so we can't take all the credit. Um, so this is a Memphis model. Uh, and so the there is an organization, CIT International, that we do go to conferences. Megan and Chief often present at those conferences because we do have a stellar program. Hmm. And we learned during our first conference, and Megan learned the following year by going to the next conference, the 40 hours, that's the one piece that's standard amongst all of the CIT trainings that happen. After that, it's about putting your local flavor or your local experts in the room with law enforcement. So you, so you're not bringing someone from, you know, another town in to talk to your local law enforcement. You're actually bringing in an expert that works in our organization or works in a local organization that will be able to really say to law enforcement, Hey, I know what you're talking about. I I visit this or I go here and and someone that they actually would know. So it does really help bring down um, some of the consultant, if you will, um, flavor that might happen with some conferences or trainings. Well, nevertheless, congratulations are in order anyway on, uh, on the success of this program. More details about this or Summit Point in general is available at summitpoint.org. And if you want to reach out to uh, Jeannie or Megan, you certainly can uh, find their uh, contact uh, link on the website, summitpoint.org. Our visits with Summit Point are a special series of The Richard Pyatt Show. Thanks for being with us.